0: Are you ready to get provoked? You're listening to Can I Live? A show created to excite, ignite, and expose. Let's tune in with your host, R.W. Jones. Welcome to the Can I Live podcast. I'm your host, R.W. Jones. And we have the wonderful Glenn Warren from Fathers Forever. Say hello to
1: Glenn. Hello. Hello, y'all.
0: Yes, and then we got Anthony James also in the building. Thank you, Anthony, for being here. Say what's up to the people.
2: on, people. How y'all doing?
0: So today we are talking about big butts and poop butts. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's just my fascination with big butts because there's something about, and hopefully we can crack it because I got two gentlemen up here that I'm sure as black men love big butts, but I'm going to need y'all to explain to me about the big butts. Maybe we, and some of these ladies, maybe y'all can help me with the pool putts. But it basically is, did one night of passion ruin your life forever? And if so, did you make that same mistake again and again? Is big butts, like, just like, you can't resist it? And and, and it makes you just do stupid things, like, you know, go grow dog and have another baby, and then another baby, you and the next big butt having another baby. So I really have to get to the bottom of the fascination behind black women's derrières and does that make you a pooper ultimately you know to be so driven by just this exterior portion I just I have a I have a problem where you know of all the races of all the nationalities ethnicities you do not find anybody I dare you let me find a Chinese person in G-string and phone or getting butt implants or butt shots. An Indian, a Pakistani, Stanian, I, I don't even know, Pakistani. Um, who else is it? Arab. Uh, they're, they're not. They're not. Probably get stoned to death. They're not. Um, white women, you 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 don't even see that often so i'm trying to figure out who did we allow to serve us this narrative that black women was just that when you see a black woman the next thing is like look at her ass she got a fat ass though you know she got a fat ass she good and obviously that stereotype or that narrative has fed through and festered in our communities to the degree you know that some women are out here straight getting butt implants What is that? The the videos with the fixer flats. People are getting pumped in their asses with fixer flat, and getting (laughs) these crazy pump pumpkin booties. And I'm like, yo, you literally are laying on a hotel bed with somebody pumping something in your behind. I'm trying to understand who and or have what have we done to play into this narrative? Because at the end of it. If men are, you guys got to tell me, tell me the black black woman's derriere is that damn fascinating. And that's what black women, that's what black women, that's what black men look for when they looking at a black woman. And damn, let let not a woman have a fat ass. Let her butt just not be. That little pumpkin booty, that little, what they call that booty. That's like, A little perfect. It used to be the apple bottom, but it's like it just looks like a plum. And I'm like, it it might look cute, but tell me if that's like, I mean, I might be a little odds. But talk to me. Because I don't want to get nobody in trouble. Anthony, talk to me.
2: Well. With well, my observation of what you just said, and you know, you I, I just, why did you laugh? Huh? Because because it's crazy, and it, you know, I, I why, why not laugh? It's not it's not funny, but the way you said it, you know what I mean? Um, because it's just out of control. It's been out of control, man. Ever since the the, the pan, you go on a strip club, you you, you know you the women are. are, are Twerking and dropping it like it's hot for dollars. So they think I mean, that's
0: but, cool. they, but that's what fell. that's what men want to see. Big asses. I'm just,
2: I'm just trying to right, I
0: understand like what I guess white women like breasts. Why that's like you know what I just heard? like what white women have to do with breasts, like they would get a breast implant versus before they get a booty implant. So maybe it's just the appetite of men.
2: Nah, well, I I, I just think well. Eh, people like some men like butt, some bu- guy like breast, but it's just a lustful situation that's going on, that's out of control, and 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 lustful. people are nasty with it. That's the bottom line. They just nasty but you with it. Had,
0: the question, wait, somebody's like the question is, was you
2: nasty with it? Of course I was. So I, then that what was, was, the, was it? I mean, you've seen it, you've been on the black, you know that, what it is. That was a lust. That was the lust of the flesh, lust, lust of the eyes, <laughs> period. Wait, you know what I'm saying? It was in lust. That's all it is. Like, Glenn looking
0: like, I don't know what they talk about.
2: <laughs> but that's what it was. It was lust. And what else is going to be? Come on now. It, it's lust. And it feels, sin feels good. Sin feels good. So when you look at a, a black man or whatever, man, I'm gonna say a black man's, I'm going to keep it on me. When I was out there doing what I was doing, even now to this day, I just think you have to be trained. You know what i mean? Because if I see a woman with a nice shape, I, I purposely look away. <laughs> I purposely, that's for me. Because if I stare too long, my mind just start going, just start going like, yo, listen. And I don't even need that. I have a beautiful woman. But at the end of the day, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, you start looking, your mind is going to be gone all, all over the place. I don't care what man you are. You can be Bishop Tutu, if you look at that tail long enough, you're going to be in that tail mentally, emotionally. Bottom line, bottom line. So, so it's, it's lust. It's this it's It's lust. That's what it is.
0: But I think we've always been fascinated. I mean, I think from the Pam Greer, Foxy, you know, she's a brick house. Yeah. We have these exteriors that's voluptuous and juicy you know, and and great to look at. I just, am, I feel like there's something happening that maybe we're not paying attention to because I just don't understand why Black women, why are we doing well, this? We, Nobody we,
2: else is doing this. We've been turned out. Our race of people, we've been, the women has been sold, turned out and so it's, it's good for them now. They feel that's what, that's their worth. That's their worth. Their body is their worth. And so they flaunt it the way they flaunt it, which and it's a shame you got people now with poles in their house now. They learning how to climb poles and stuff. So so it's it's out of control to the point where... I mean, I get it.
0: I get it. I, I, mean, it. I you
2: get it, low, Clara, you? And that's a low self-esteem situation too. That's a very low self-esteem. When you gyrating out there, you know, one thing I can say about the Muslim community... I, I appreciate seeing those black women. They talk, people talk about the Muslim community, man. They cover their whole body. They cover everything. So you just do to have imagination. On well, what would that you is. want your wife to be covered up like that? Well, she ain't gotta be covered. She, I'm glad she's mature enough not to do. She, well, she ain't, I don't think she's going to put on a turban or any of that, but she's not out there dry gyrate neither though but let me tell you something i think here's here's
0: the thing ladies because a man ultimately and glenn you can help me out what every man wants a sexy woman and right. so i don't know too many men particularly in our culture that just want to look at their women wearing like this huge fur turtleneck sweater all the way down big sweatpants all the time to the floor you know, you like, you know, because then you, you were like, you can't do nothing with yourself. You can't do
2: nothing. But you got to understand, right? You, know, you want to look at out. something sexy. You got to understand this. It's a course for them to show their body, and they know that. So it looks crazy. It looks crazy when they're doing it. But what is the cost of not doing it? You ain't going to be exploited, you're going to be talked about. But you ain't, ain't nobody going to see no titty nipples, no ring in your nipples. You ain't going to see no print of the butt. So they going to talk crap. Oh yeah, they think they're all that. They covering themselves up. But I promise you, it's worth it. To that man, it's worth it. That is one Well, woman- see, that's is-
0: another thing. Now, that right there, you just said something. So when we're talking big butts and... I think the ultimately... And I saw this on, I forgot his um, website. It's on how value men and how value. He was basically saying, like black women, we just doing too much, and we you know whether you just big and out of control and all of this stuff. But I do think that maybe our ability to be reckless like that comes from the male. Not having his rightful place. What do you think, Glenn?
1: Really? Okay, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know where to start at. Um, well,
0: we're trying to figure out like when we're trying to kneel, I guess it's like zeroing down to the behaviors that create the children, because I don't think that it's a child support issue more than its overall lifestyle, mindset, maturity. It's it's you, who you are as a person showing up in any situation, because I can't. I I would bet that men who take care of their children and pay child support and are responsible probably are responsible on all fronts. But I could be wrong.
1: I mean, um, I I I wouldn't sing out single out black women as we're the one that's they're the one that's always walk around half half naked half dressed. I mean women in general a lot of women do that black white hispanic I mean I, especially in the sometimes you see all women do that now naturally well, no, I do we think just
0: talk about the butt and like the Yeah big, well big naturally butt, I do
1: yeah. Yeah, naturally, I do think black women have to be seem to have a you know a, a better shape sometimes and but I don't see the correlation with having a big butt causes men's, to have unprotected sex, and now they got kids that are got accounted for, and we somehow blaming the big butt for that. <laughs> I don't, I don't quite get that. Uh, like you said, and so you see a big butt, and you said, "Man, you made mistakes." You, you said it earlier. You said, "How many big butts have you made mistakes with?" But those are not mistakes, right? Those are choices. So it says,
0: it says, like one night of passion for a lifetime of hell, you know, um, was it worth it? Something is driving, okay. So something is driving men to have unprotected sex with women. And I'm not saying it's the women with their the way they're provocatively dressed. What I'm saying is in this subculture, because I'm going to call what we're talking a subculture. It is not by any means necessary, you know, um, indicative of the black race. By all means, no way. However, when you're looking at child support statistics, you do see most of the people that are in child support are low income, poor. They're poor, they're broke, they're poor. And they could be poor here, poor in their thinking, poor in in, in their judgment, poor in their value, poor in all of these things. And so the correlation maybe is just a subculture value system issue. And this is one of those things in the value system. Cause everything is cool in the beginning, you have sex, and then things
1: just go bad. Like, but, but and time, I don't
0: know what that means
1: but in every terms time of a,
0: responsibility. Like, what?
1: yeah, but every time a man have unprotected sex, a woman is a woman is there with him. So right. you can't you can't say you know it's the man's fault because he had unprotected sex. It's both of their decisions to have unprotected sex. So, it ain't a man thing, it ain't a woman thing. It's they're choosing to have unprotected sex, knowing the consequences could be I could get pregnant. But people choose that for whatever reason, whether it's less or whether it's uncontrollable, people do that. Whether it's black, white, blue, rich, poor, people make choices. And a lot of times, the consequences of the choices, as you know, is now because you have two or three babies, you would think. You know, I've seen this big booty and I got lost control and I we have unprotected sex. (laughs) And then I got a baby and then two years down the road, I see another big booty. I lose control. It ain't the booty that's making you lose control. It's you. It's your choices. It's both of your choices because both of you decided to have unprotected sex. So I can't blame the big booty for me having... Uh, a child out of wedlock, uh a child that's still i'm not married to it's a combination so you don't of don't
0: so you don't see a correlation between i see the big booty I want to hit it and i'm gonna hit it raw but and then that correlation that i'm i'm looking at it that way and then damn she got pregnant uh and that's her problem
1: because, yeah. I mean, no i don't yeah but the the common denominator is you're not being responsible, you've been an irresponsible person. Right. Uh, number one, the first one is you had unprotected sex, and then the second one is now you're walking away from your responsibility, and you can't blame the big butt for either one of those. You have to blame your choices. One of the guys so in our is class. It? Is it-
0: is it okay so let me stop let me drill right there is it insatiable lust that drives you mad in the middle of that moment where you could do no you could go the other way but you just it's insatiable it takes you over the lack of discipline in that moment and then boom um or is it Cause I, I mean, I like Anthony said. You look at the tail long enough, you're gonna be in the tail because you're gonna be imagining what it's like. So I don't believe you wake up and pop up and find yourself laid up in something. I don't believe that's how that go. I believe it's you. You thought about that for a minute before that thing materialized. And so, as a man thinks, so is he. Are we? Boom. So here, here's and this is what I understand with the correlation of the whole what you call it um child support responsibility but i promise you you take the right mind no, let's take the wrong mind let's take a male with just perverted in his thinking and you could put in front of him a woman dressed in her whole full you know muslim garb right any mind will also start to think, I wonder what's under that. She probably looked like this. She probably looked like that. I bet you she got this. I bet she got no drawers. I bet you she did. she that, she this. Oh, a perverted mind is going to do that. But initially, I think I heard the brothers say, you know, they don't want their women to even entice right. such thoughts. Because if the thought is that... Come on now. If you're dressed like that, or if you have the your your come on, if it's there, if you're showing it, it's going to provoke thoughts. And it's the thoughts that everybody cannot tame. They're not disciplined in taming these thoughts. And the thoughts, unfortunately, then have repercussions. So I don't think I think trying to catch them to have sex protected, like you ain't grabbed the condom, I think that's you we done missed it. It's too late. Cause you done went in a tra- in a trail of insatiable lust or untamed desires that you cannot control. And so maybe we need to be getting them on thoughts. But then again, how about this? I bet you neither one of you will let your daughter walk out there like that. I bet you neither one of you will want your daughters to go out there and get no butt implants. So what if it was the fact that fathers are not in the home discipline? in their door to showing their door is the right way to uphold yourself present yourself be yourself of value so i think maybe the best obviously the damn butt implants is a clear indication the value system is definitely upside down and the male has failed his job in you know imparting that
2: right yeah let me let me let me say this right even with the muslim woman right when she got all her garment on and everything from head to toe, the man wanted her to not to be seductive or not to show any parts, but he's still out there doing him. That's another problem. That's the problem in itself. A lot of men, a lot of men, <clears throat> they don't want their woman to be out there shaking, dah, 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 dah. Put, put them in, 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 in whatever seclusion, but they out there tripping. And then I'm going to say this. You know how many men in prison bet? They bet. They make bets on what they can do when they come outside. How many women they going to hit? How many women they going to get pregnant? How many women? That's the problem. So, so even though child support, whatever, whatever, they, if they land in prison, they didn't landed another whole situation mentally because now all they do is brag on how they're going to come home and get another woman knocked up. And so that's, that
0: subculture, that's the subculture that's the ignorance that's right. the, that's the mindset of that subculture because I promise you every nationality or culture is not in jail if they're thinking that like I don't know outside of Muslims that practice more than one wife like if a, they have their kids they're gonna take care of them. Now I'm not saying all Muslims are like that. I'm just saying there is a vast 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 difference and the mindsets and I i don't know if we're talking about a large percentage, I would say so because you got half of what? Half of our, we make a 12% of the population but almost more than 50% of prison, almost more than 50% of all of these agencies like welfare, public housing, section eight, we're disproportionately represented. Right. So the subculture is vast, it's big. Right. It's very, very large. And we, if you, if we're going to dissect this issue, I'm just trying to, I'm just, and honestly, I'm just throwing all these little topics out to find out where the hell do you start in trying to unravel education. So that does bring me to the the point that I think our strategy should focus on. Maybe like we're like prevention. So I do believe that's why, where is this? The Hands on Guide to um, Get Your Hands Off My Butt, The Hands on Guide to Avoiding the Welfare System. Um, free ebook download on my Instagram, but you gotta get the hard copy from Amazon. If I can help a mom avoid having a child, particularly Black women or anybody poor, I don't care what nationality, um, Latino, you know, if you are indigent, poor, or even immigrant, poor and you get pregnant, you will be on the welfare system. End of story. There's no ifs, or buts about that. You will be there. So if I can prevent a young mom, teenagers, young adults, from having a baby before they're responsibly ready to take care of them, and then what have I done? I've actually avoided and prevented a young man from going to the child support system. Right. To so get your hands on my pocket, the hands-on got to avoid the child support system, if I can avoid you going to the child support system, chances are I can avoid you, hopefully, I can't promise the criminal justice system, but I can promise that you will have a better quality of life because you will not be inundated with child support. Having children before you are responsibly ready causes more problems than not. And I guess I am concerned when we look at these big butts and we look at these, um, ba- these and you know, these women, it's setting a role model for these younger girls out here that's following this lifestyle, thinking that they have to use their body to feel valued and to get what they need when they don't. And so I'll take on the prevention. I'll stay on the prevention side. I think Glenn might want to do some suppression, like after they go to court, after they get before the judge or before they get before the judge, because at that point, it's too late. You you don't went too far down the rabbit trail. And so maybe, Glenn, you take the suppression with some intervention. <laughs> but suppression is like you're getting them at the end when you it's either this or jail for most of them, correct?
1: Well, um, well not, not necessarily. I mean, they could have... I mean, they, when it comes to our program, it's obviously... It's because they have a child and they're not taking care of them. So, where they are in that spectrum, whether they have one or two or five, we get them because they're not being responsible financially and supporting the children. Uh, but, but they're
0: getting uh, them through the court system. So, are they like court mandated or
1: yes, still yes, voluntary? Yes, no, no. 95% of them are mandated, only 5% of them come voluntarily. That, that mean, most of the time, we get Well,
0: guess. that's, I mean, that's so good. Let me ask you this. The trends that come voluntarily, what what do you see with the ones that come voluntarily? Is there anything that they have in common?
1: Uh, the ones that come voluntarily just want to be, just want to get some, um, some knowledge of how to be a good father, or uh, maybe how the system works. 95% of them come because they're made to come. They won't come on their own. And but like I so, said, okay. imagine, yeah, you get a guy that's. I just want to come. I want to be a better father. I want to know how to be a father, but that's very mm-hmm. exactly few. In between. Interesting. Yeah, very. Interesting. So
0: suppression. I think suppression, and with with, if I had to do a spectrum, I was prevention, some slight intervention, very slight. Your suppression with some slight intervention, and then. Anthony in the middle, intervention. I'm just trying to figure out the strategy that we will have to, you know, take on to really get this thing going. Um, Because it is the key to moving a million moms of welfare. So in order to move a million moms of welfare, we have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, to, not just help fathers become better fathers, but prevent young men from becoming fathers before they are responsibly ready. Exactly.
1: Yes. Yeah. And sometimes a lot of guys are in our program, maybe they have one child, you know, they don't have five or six of them. And, and when, when, when we teach them the class, they realize now, oh, wow, I, I don't need to have any more kids. Now they don't have three or four kids. On the, they don't have three or four different moms now. Some of them might get early. Some of them might get when they got three or four different moms because they don't, you know, but they've been in and out of the system for years, but they still haven't learned the lesson because they still do the I same think thing think it's also
0: on a men i would beg to differ even on the male side because i'm not gonna just blame women now i have four kids so hello four by three different men okay which then i would then say if i was a dude and i seen that this woman already got one cat one child two child why would i want she is like real fertile i'm not have, have sex with her unprotected unless i have no concept lust. of what it
2: means to be huh what you lust say takes over lust takes over that mindset that's
0: true lust she takes like, over I'm all of to that nut tonight i'm about to bust this nut tonight that's just i mean i don't know what the hell i was thinking probably the same
2: thing i think i, I, think, I think i think you know you know most people say oh that's that's for kids that's for child well you got to treat some of these men cuz they act like children you know i used to act like a child that's why i had three kids by three different women so the sex education part is huge
0: sex education
2: that's huge right now i think that would be a game changer because they would have to take that course that would be a, a wise decision to have have them take a course of that to reiterate yeah. to reiterate some of that. You got to try something. I mean, yeah. you got to try something, and and, and you can That's help. Kind of cool. I, I haven't. Didn't they used to
0: have that in
2: school? But it was yeah. not what it should be. Right. It wasn't. They they didn't get all well, nowhere gra- now in Right. They they they. Should, I think that would be a, a smart, a wise decision for them to go take a sex education course if you know before because half of them don't know what they they just having sex they don't they they don't know what love is they don't know what none of that is so unprotected sex they used to show us that stds and all that stuff you can catch transmitted sexually transmitted diseases they don't show them that no more they don't even care about none of that But the the
1: issue is that they know what produces a child they know about std they saying.
2: But, but, but you still I mean, gotta
1: reiterate that I think you still you because ain't nothing else working. Well What's I, working? my, my pushback to that is they know what sex is, they know at ten years old, five years old, eight, 10, 11 years old, if you have sex, you're gonna have a child. So I understand what sex education is, but they know that already. It ain't like that this is oh somebody told me if I have a, a protected sex, I'm gonna have a baby. They know that, but they still uh, doing it. So they like they don't know it. Not-
0: it's
1: not, like a lack of, put... it's not a lack of, I don't know what I'm doing. They a... know what they're doing. But if you make them
2: take a course of that, they ain't going to like that. No, though.
0: remember the baby that you had to carry the egg around to, you know, and that I don't think the egg was justice. Then they had the real baby that would actually cry and you had right. to feed it and you had to take care of it. I'm not sure, but I don't know what else we could do. However, I guess I was trying to drill down. You know, with the big buzz, who put What was it? You're breaking
1: up. Yeah.
2: You froze, Raquel. Oh. Is it still frozen? Well, your, your um screen is like pixelated a little bit.
0: Yeah, I see. Can you still see me? Yeah, we can see you. Oh yeah, I don't know what happened. I was saying that women's derriere and the need to have the need to have this exterior, the need to please the eyes of the black man, the black man knowing that his in most cases he ain't even covering the way he's supposed to cover because if he was really covering you wouldn't even go out the house like that but yet we still seek that validation we're still seeking that that need to be feel beautiful be loved and I'm just you know it's no different from like you know I don't know I'm just I just feel like there's no blame game for sure, but I could almost promise you that if a woman is out there acting straight, careless, you could probably guarantee that the father just wasn't there.
1: Yeah, a lot, one of, the, a lot of things we talk about is because of lack of the father, fathers validate. Fathers, you know, without the lack of the fathers, the little girl don't feel validated. She don't feel because nobody did to affirm her and who she is a lot of times. So she wants that attention, and of course, the young guy is telling her, "You're fine," and she wants to appeal to that. So now she's taking off clothes because that makes him tell her she's, you know, that she's pretty, she's gorgeous, and she she wants that validation, and she's getting it from this teenage boy who wants to do one thing, and she's not getting it from her father.
0: So do you teach that? And when it comes to yes. fatherhood, how a yes. uh, how a man can be a father. Yeah. In terms of
1: adoration, in terms yeah. of that's just one of our classes. That part of your job, as a father, is to affirm your daughter and your son for that much, that much. But especially your little girl; she should know how to. Um, you should she should know how to be treated by men. You show her as a father how a man's supposed to treat you, how your boyfriend's is supposed to treat you. Those are the things that they're not getting a lot of time because of the absence of fathers. And the little girl had to get it somewhere else in the streets in the community. And she does that sometimes by taking off clothes. And you tell what's going on with this?
3: Well, that's I think we're talking about we have been when we were in high school, we had sex education. We did remember Raquel, we did the egg thing in health class, right? Yeah. We did part of the part of the school year was the, the health and the other part was something else right we learned about the stds and all that other kind of stuff right we learned about pregnancy when we did the egg project we had to carry the egg for like one week we had a husband we had to learn how to budget we had to learn how to discuss you know who's going to do what and whatever right but i think the thing that is missing from that and we need to start young and maybe in health class when we're in high school they need to they need to um add a component of parenting they told us how to they were teaching us how to budget how to make decisions in regards to money but a relationship component needs to be added to that as well how do we have healthy relationships as parents in addition to carrying the egg and in addition to the, the the budgeting and all that other kind of stuff mm-hmm. healthy relationships there needs to be and it seems it seems odd maybe that we will need to add that in school but i think it's important we have to start with them early because we cannot we cannot assume that at ho- that those things are being taught at home really introducing to the children the teenagers that when you cannot learn how to effectively communicate with the other parent when you cannot learn how to make decisions mm. with, uh, amongst yourselves and amongst each other, what what can end up happening is you can end up in the court system, and this is what happens when you end up in the court system. These are the things that you could potentially experience. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: So I think it, I think it's, uh, I think adding in a component in regards to relationships will be helpful, and in regards to actually parenting co-parenting because you have to teach kids also you know if they're if they happen to be in a one a single parent household what do I you do? I do believe the
0: whole uh the whole it needs to come up but I would say I would even be able to say and I know it's fathers forever so it, it kind of has this connotation that it's just for fathers even though you have a component for moms but I would probably say, based off of the curriculum, that really probably needs to be maybe a portion, like, not, I'm not gonna say revamped, but maybe like remixed for a health education course to teach that element um, that Monet is talking about the missing elements. Because imagine getting that as a young person in high school. Not even sex education. I don't know what they would call it. You know, they have these names. I mean, they can still do the sex education They're stu- stupid. they I don't even yeah. think they do that. I- I'm not yeah. sure. I can't tell you. My kids came home. They do do it in high school in some part. But I even thought health education was taken out of the
2: curriculum. That makes sense. That makes sense. But here we are. We're talking about grown men that's in child support court. They think like children. So you can reiterate, you can teach that you can teach, bring that to the table. Like you just said, the relational piece, you know what I mean? The co-parenting. I mean, it's probably already doing it. Glenn's got his program doing that. But that's always important. I mean, co-parenting, because they don't know what that is. They don't care. They just want to either hopefully be able to take care of the kid, pay off that debt that they owe. But that's really on their mind. A lot of them are. are punched out in that area they don't even see the real important need they on the well they on the welfare of the kid they're not on the well-being of the kid you know what I mean I think that's a, a major problem I mean that's a great concept I mean because kids yeah they yeah, need to the go back
3: thing, I, mean, yeah. I mean I mean I know necessary because a lot of yeah. people don't they don't even know what it's like to be in a healthy relationship these kids well, have dysfunctional relationship relationships is? even as teenagers
0: or what a healthy relationship is, which I will probably state, it is probably <laughs> not a healthy relationship to be driven by these insatiable desires. Or you know, if you're looking at, it, let me ask you guys this: if you're looking at a woman, and one thing as a, if you were talking to a young man, and and he's constantly just he he wants to hit it because he just want to hit it. That's what guys like to do, especially young guys. They want to hit it. Would you say that he had the would he be in a healthy relationship because of those thoughts?
3: Does those thoughts mean unhealthy relationships? No.
1: No, are just hormones.
3: Right. I feel like that's oh. a natural, it's a natural thing for men to want to engage in sex just like women. Now please don't get it twisted. Men, women want to have sex just like
2: men. Of wanna. course, well, women, when women oh. the one who initiated. <laughs> Now, the women initiate, oh, that's well. what they do, right? But listen, listen. I got a shirt, right? On my shirt, you know, I got shirts, right? It says, "Fatherlessness is the cause of poverty." Yeah, because what it is, without that father figure in the household, that father, that the kid, because my father, I'm telling you, in my household, my dad put fear in me so bad, I didn't, I didn't start having sex till I was 19. I think that was a law, and that, all the girls thought I was having sex, because I was fronting like I was, you know, because nobody wanted to be, oh, uh, yo, you a virgin and all that. But my dad and my mom, they were so tough on us in the house. You know, people snuck around, did it. I was scared. I said, nah, man. Girls used to be like, yo, you are a punk. I'm like, yeah, I am a punk then, because I cannot go home. Now, now, I will tell you this. Most guys who lose their virginity
0: me. Older woman, so I, I do believe women be that culprit on the down low. But I got a question okay. about child support. Kia was like, well, "What about the child support for when dads be lying about jobs?" I mean, I think the fa- I think that's what we're talking. It's like this thread. I'm trying to lay a thread throughout the whole conversation. These poo puts. First of all, what I define a poo put that would probably be a poo put. The guy that's going to lie about his job to avoid paying. So. So I guess if I can nip the mindset off at the head, because now you saw her, she was banging in the club. You couldn't wait to hit it. You done hit it. Boom, you hit it like five, six times. Kept coming back, raw dog with your crazy stuff. Now she's pregnant. And now you acting like you don't want to take care of the baby. Like, what is that? Now, how do you recognize, what would you guys say to recognize that poop puttiness like Bonette say, poo-puttiness, the poo putty, what is the signs of a poop put? Is it the ones that want to hit it every five minutes? Or give me some other signs of the poop putt? Knowing we know poop put, But sometimes we be in our own imagination thinking that you somebody else that you not for like them first 30 days. And I don't think people waiting that long.
2: But most times, most times when before people have sex, right? Most times they are under the influence True. of either alcohol or, the alcohol, or something, because some of them are afraid Back. to do that. You know, they yeah. don't do it. They get that they courage. Right. Okay. They get they say, oh yeah, now they get that in them, they go on like raw dogs, like both. So that's a lot of times it's encouraged because of the influ- under the influence.
0: So maybe that's cases.
2: Is you know maybe, what I mean? But the
0: influence, the influence is now over. You is grown up the next day, awoke, and and you know, she might be pregnant in a few months. I don't think the alcohol is gonna make you be a deadbeat dad.
2: Exactly. Which which, no, 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 nah, not a deadbeat dad, what? but I'm just saying engaging what? in that activity,
1: right. To okay. engage in that activity, okay, which is the point. So you do have unprotected sex because now. You're you, you intoxicated and you feel inhibited and y'all just go at it. Well, the right. baby's born now? Why aren't you responsible now to take care of your child? Because you he's addicted. not a man. Well, he's we, not a man, that. that's why. Exactly, exactly. But so, you
0: can't expect a man, and I don't want to say 100% of the time, but how do you expect him to be a man today if ain't nobody show him how to be one?
2: Right. So Because uh, a, you know a woman... Let the woman knows uh, know. no, the woman know he ain't no man. The woman know he got something in his pants. Nobody showed him how to have sex today. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'ma promise you. I promise you. I, I,
0: listen. Now he learned
1: how to, he learned how to have sex. not learn how to be a father. Right.
0: So here's what I know. I remember one of my sons father, I won't say no names. <laughs> but ever since the first time I met him, I was like, I all oh, I, I was like this with my face, like, what's, what, what? You knew he what's, was poop from, from
3: the yeah, beginning. He was
0: definitely poop up from the beginning. I knew it, So I wasn't even dealing with him. He hounded and hounded and hounded and hounded and then one day you get them lonely feelings. Put loneliness in your curriculum. Uh right. I don't, you know, that's a, that's a feeling that only God can feel, but obviously on this night I was feeling mighty low. I was feeling mighty lonely. And I called this die. I was like, let's have a drink. Lie. Knowing good or well in my mind what that means, let's have a drink. Yes. We was at some bar in Long Island, New York. I had at least twelve shots of tequila. At wow.
2: least. I floated out of you it. Couldn't I feel flew. your
0: body. I had, my little, I had my vampire cape on. I was <laughs> floating out of the bar. I don't even know how I got to the. As i went down the street you know that hotel over there on 110 bro hollow going Nara, to Nara. the vigil that was ain't. it is not gonna no help come on now. not the damn sorryra but that's like either way not. i couldn't drive home we he was so he was so drunk i thought we, he was gonna die from alcohol poison wow. i left him at the hotel and i'm telling all my Scandalous business. I mean, hey, <laughs> However, been
2: clean. Been clean. I had
0: no I I didn't even know we had did anything. Wow. Anything. I didn't even know we did anything because I left. I'd I have made my own dumb, 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 dumb decisions. And I can't, if I had to zero in, I can say from right with Glenston. My dad was not there. He was not there to tell me you beautiful. You you know, you're all that a man would ever, ever, or could ever dream of or handle, or you, you are valuable. And don't you ever let a man, if he left a standard, I would have never had to look for one because I sure enough was coming up empty handed for the most part. But I know clearly the lack of my father being present in my life to tell me these things caused me to look for it most of the men were at least 12 to 15 years older than me also i was what 28 they 40 old oh, men geezers and it's just like so you know and my dad was a good man he was a good man he was you know had some some drug challenges so i think the drug thing definitely because i know we used to take care of our kids we were there in the house get care of our kids old school we was there but when they put that damn crack in our streets that tore our neighborhoods and our families up so you know i'm gonna blame the white man glenn i'm coming right around the corner i'm gonna blame him because at some point in time every time we were like doing good something would come in to just tear us down and that crack took us out it took it it sent us on a whole trajectory down a whole pathway what
2: was crack, in the 80s 30, What is that? What is 80s, that? What 79. It? 20, 50, is Seventy eight. Seventy nine. That's almost fifty. That's almost 79, fifty years. Seventy nine. with Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor, was the first one that got exposed. He was taking crack. I'm just saying. Yeah, when he blew a. Yeah, he was smoking that crack. lighter. He, blew, yeah. his whole body caught a fire. But
0: now, you know, now.
1: there's no, no doubt that there's no doubt that all of this played into the black community. When you have a when you have an alcohol store on every corner. Right. And there's no doubt about that. All those things are real. You know, uh, at some point in time, though, we still have to take personal responsibility. And you got you can't blame your dad for at 28 years old. You keep taking bad mistakes and you saying, I, can, I, "I you know, I do that because I didn't I wasn't a because of my dad.
0: But you At some don't point know time, what you don't know, Glenn. You and don't that, know. But, but
1: you don't know what you don't know, but you do know you're not ready to have a child. But and you, you do know what happens if you that's have a training. That's some
2: that's some training that has to happen. You know what I mean? Because when you a child, when you're a young adolescent, when you thinking with your body parts, you ain't you you when when a man approaches a, a girl or woman, man, that feeling is crazy. So how yeah, do you get, deal? if nobody's teaching you how to combat that feeling, you ain't going to know. You just yeah, don't get
1: And I get that. But when you have one, two, three, four, five kids, that's, that's you can a, no longer blame the system. You I can't blame you your dad. You can't blame nobody but your inability to control yourself and your, your inability to make good decisions. Because obviously, you continue to make bad choices that you call them mistakes. That's my point. I think the churches should have had sex education. I think the churches
2: that house all of these yeah. people they should have had some programs talking to I these kids all these yeah. women and these men they don't have that i, believe
3: that. I believe that the,
0: the
2: church,
3: the church, the church still a having party. a problem talking about sex right like, i'm, I'm not going, going to, to you talk the about church, sex if you're not you're married, not married <laughs> you better not yeah. say
2: the word sex okay because because pastor because pastor doing him that's why he ain't yeah. talking about that so yeah. so it's that's a
0: I, I agree. I think that's I think that's absolutely spot on because if the government is not going to do it in class and if because they could take it out of class, if the if we know there's fatherless homes that not this this teaching is not gonna get there or there it may be some gaps, then I would say it's up to the community leaders and right. the nonprofits and the churches out there to absolutely ensure, you know.
1: Do, do, do you know what there's people who drink and drive every day? True. There's people who beat up their wives every day. What deterred that sometimes is you are mandated to go to an anger management class. Are you are mandated to go to a domestic violence class. Or you are you mandated to go to a drunk driver's class. You are mandated to go to that and you learn the education about what it calls drunk driving or what that does. Right. We don't have mandated programs like only for fathers. It's only, like, there's not a whole lot of court systems. And what we need to do to make a difference in that is start legislating that courts, before you put people in jail, mandate Absolutely. them to go to a fatherhood right. class. Right, right. That's where it might start at. Um, right. Focus our money and get to the legislator and start lobbying. Y'all, because like I said, not even... of the guys that come to our program are mandated by the court. Because as in general, men, we don't volunteer to go to stuff. Women, y'all can go to stuff again. We don't do self, we don't do self-help a lot. We don't go to the doctor to stuff falling off. If you stop working, then we'll go to the doctor. (laughs) But that's just that's who we are. So these guys, when it comes to our program, they're mad, but they're mandated to go. And check this out only 30% of them are mandated to go sh- show up. The other 60% because oh, they would still want to-, they still you- to go to jail oh. or they would still find a way to beat the system. Right. Um, but if, if just imagine that if every child support, every 100 counties in North Carolina had a mandated pro- pro- program to send these fathers to when they're not being good fathers, you might see a lot of this stuff go away. Right. Because well, that's a, on their policy
0: agenda. I, yeah. I, I, it's the
1: absence of fathers. It's a done deal.
0: That's a policy agenda.
1: Yeah. It's the right. absence of fathers that's calling the whole lot of stuff in our, in our community. It's the absence of fathers. Right. Well, let me ask because. you this.
0: I guess also we need to probably, I mean, there's initiatives, there's data out there. I don't need to go reinvent, no data. I'm sure your organization has looked up the data in the stack that talks about what homes without fathers produce. So
1: when we go to push our legislation.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you you go to our website, there's a whole lot of, there's about eight or nine statistics. In fact, we have one class, like last night, I taught the class on statistics. And these guys sit there, there they felt bad. It's it's a hard class because when you look at 90% of kids who run away from their homes, 90% of them come from fatherless homes when you look at 80% of rapists come from fatherless homes. a 71% of kids in high school dropout come from fatherless homes. When you start looking at statistics, and we take every one of those statistics, and we break it down to the men. And at the end of the cast, they feel bad. But you know what? That's okay for them to feel bad. Just don't feel bad. Not get up and do something about it. Because your failure as a father can, can distribute it that your, your kid's been a failure. And when you start to wait, when you start to wear that, it changes your concepts. It changes your mindset about a father because you you can no longer blame the system. You can blame it to some degree, but you bear a great responsibility of your child not being healthy because you chose not to be present. Right, because you've shown them that mirror. Yes, that mirror, and they looking at it and they say, now they get mad with the system because the system orders them to come. But by the fourth class, they go from this to up here, because now they're getting it. They understand the importance of being a father and how I contribute to my kids' life by being there. Or how the devastation that I would cause them by not being there. And they understand it, and they graduate. Do you
0: guys have um, sessions where it's like that, what do they call call that, um, intervention where like the children come and the mom come? And can talk to the fathers, because I can't imagine a father facing all of that guilt for the first time or realizing all of that guilt in a classroom, and then having to deal with that. You know, that's enough to just be like.
1: And and that's why it. that's why we have the one on ones. We have the focus coach, which is a one on one person who comes along and, and get these guys on a, on on a, on an individual basis and and help them walk through some of the process. We pointed out, I don't want you to stay there but I want you to feel the weight of your absence. Right. And once you start feeling the weight of that, it changes your mindset. It changes your concepts. It changes your perspective. Of Maybe nobody told you that your presence was necessary. Maybe nobody told you what it was to be a good father. Now you're it. And so when we do these classes, then we talk about destiny and purpose. But if you don't recognize the destiny in you, if you don't understand the gifts in you, it's hard to carry it to, um, to point it out into your child, and if you're not there, you can't point it out in your child. But you have to recognize the purpose, the destiny, and you is probably the same gift that's in your child, that's inside of you. So we talked to them about, you know, being able to be in that presence of how to really cultivate and help these gifts come out. And one, what is, one of the other very important point is not only getting along with the kid. But getting along with the ex-wife. A lot of times the problem is not that they don't love each other, they don't love their kids. It's their father and the mom cannot come together and co-parent. And we teach a lot about that. That's why I wrote the book, When Love Is Not Enough. Because women need to get this book as well because they're the problem too. You get mad with him because he got a new girlfriend and now all of a sudden you won't let him see his child. It's childish. It's immature, but they do it. Or the guy yeah. say, "You know what? You got a new, you got a new boyfriend." Excuse my French now, but let that nigga pay for the bills. Let him <laughs> right. give you the money. So, so that, I, then that goes there, to there's like enough, the There's enough. There's enough blame on both sides, right?
0: There's enough to go around.
1: But the fathers really, really need to know. You know, if she got a glass of water, and I get the illustration all the time, and you take the top off, and I got the glass of water down here, and it's, it's leaking leaking. The water's leaking out. And I'm on the floor, mopping up the waters, trying to clean off the table, and I forgot to stand the glass up. And the glass is the father. If you don't stand the glass up, the water up, it's going to continue to leak. And we're trying to clean up the girls, the women, we're trying to clean up the kids, but if the father's the problem, right. it's absent. Yes.
0: father is the problem. So we've got to figure out... Enough- Well, I believe that. I mean, we're out of time, but I do believe that the fathers is definitely, definitely the problem. However, what do we benefit from not supporting fathers? And if the fathers are the problem, is it the problem only in our races? Or do we disproportionately represent those systems where yes. they are yes. feeding off of the pain yes. and the yes. consequences right. of yes. not having yes. these fathers? Yes. And what if yes. intentionally that is the plan? If I could keep the fathers away, I yes. can ensure that we will yes. continuously have this yeah. hamster will of dysfunction. Yeah. Right. And so even though we were talking, we were leading in with big butts and poo-pucks, It's just breaking down the thought behind this subculture to get to the most rawest piece. I love it because Dr. McTierry said it best. You can't be a father unless you know how to be a son. And Mm -hmm. I think this message for all of the men out there listening, you got to be a son. And God is our father. And maybe you just really dislike him right now. Maybe you are not feeling him because you think your life is a living hell. Trust and believe at the end of the day, you will have to eat that pill. You gonna have to swallow it because at the end of the day, it's you. You made the decision. You made the choice. You had the power to make a different one and you didn't. But today Edu- you have the power to make a different choice.
1: Education. I think somebody, I can't remember who was it. Was it uh, 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 James? Or I mean, uh, um, my mind just went blank. Somebody made a, talked about education. And education, the parenting part... Yeah. But don't just think to be taught in high school. If you get a divorce, in my opinion, you should be yeah. made to go to a parenting class
2: right.
1: that live what you're waiting because now you understand the importance of co-parenting and you have some keys. I coach couples all the time. One of the reasons why I grew up and went back and got my coaching certificate is because I want to teach parents who separated now how to be co- good co-parents together. You don't like each other. That's all well and good. That's fine. But you got three kids now. You got to raise together. And so giving you tips of not fighting one another, but fighting for the benefit of your child, those are the things that you see these couples now. When you sit in the courtroom and you see all that stuff go on, the one of the kids, and Raquel, you're you're 100% right. I don't understand. I know we got to go. But I'm in the court system, and I look, and there are 95% of the men and women, the men in the child support court are African-American. I don't understand it. I know white folks ain't paying their child support. I know Hispanics not paying their child support. But why is it that 95% of the people in the child support court are African-American men? I haven't figured that out yet. It's a target. I don't know what it is. There's
0: well, I'm going to tell you, I know one part of it has to do with the welfare system because the welfare system has been making the the, the women take the, the fathers to court in yeah. order in exchange for those well minorities. Well, you know, the in white folks...
1: The white folks are welfare too.
0: Well, guess what? I'm gonna promise you this one thing. I know right now those little kushites that sitting behind them little glass doors in the welfare offices. I promise you, they are real selective on what they say when they say. it. The same case that told me I had to come out of school in order to get this stupid benefit check because they wasn't gonna pay for me to become an lawyer. Oh, same.
1: But you know that's what? It. The other cases. Is- 75 percent of the
0: cases came from out
1: of school. Wait, what'd you say? probably 65 to 75 percent of the caseworkers are black. Are black. So I don't. I wouldn't say that. You know, it's a white social worker only choosing the black people to bring them to court. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm
0: gonna tell you right now. You are so right. The white people are the or the the uh, the white folks. They the ones. They the, they're the directors. They're the agency directors they're the policy analysts they're the ones that's doing the reporting they're the one who's coming into the staff meeting telling and giving the directors of the team they are the ones who are saying that these things have to be done this way and so you follow the sheet of music that's how that goes because i know right now too here in dc right now big huge welfare organizations that get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars and they are supposed to be in the in the business of moving women to self sufficiency, and the tactics that we help women use, they always blocking them. I can't even get in the agency simply because they've already told me, yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, yeah, you sound great, you sound wonderful, but no. Yeah, I know we not we say we out to really get them into self sufficiency, but we not. And so, hearing lies, but I'm like, well, I, you know, I got the great escape course. That's another free download via The, the, the Brilliant Air. Go get yourself free. It's free. Get it, get yourself free. You want to be free. Because price is not going to be the reason why you rejected this kind of knowledge and information. I can promise you that. However, at the end of the day, the pain, when Glenn said all of these stats about fathers, the pain and the consequences that it's caused, and the people that are benefiting from this pain I promise you it's the so it's the same people that it's like you cause the problem and try to fix it but these people ain't trying to fix this thing trust me listen I am in circles where I am told Raquel you know we can't do that I am told by major organizations and I may put their ass on blast when it's time but then you know they don't f with me now they like, you know, we love you. You, we think your work is great, but you gonna keep, you gonna get us all broke. Excuse my language. But they like, listen, I like my bread and butter. You about to tear my whole money stream up. And I'm like, I can't even believe that they'll tell me this. Well, you chose that road, you know it was lonely, you chose it.
2: Listen, and I'm listen like,
0: me. yo, so here we are playing this miracle round, but the gig is up. The time is over for the miracle round for this whole. Everybody in the name. because Listen, if you are here trying to move people into self-sufficiency and people ain't moving, you need to go find something else to do. Just, you are not good at your job. This is the shout out to all the nonprofit organizations out there. Now everybody want to be on equity and inclusion. Go sit your asses down somewhere. You just <laughs> part of the problem. You really ain't. To but listen, listen, you. Raquel. You are part of this problem.
2: The biggest problem in our yeah. community the biggest problem, and I don't care who, who says different. I know what it is because I I lived, grew up in them. the church, the church. If we can't but come the together, you yeah. we the church, right? The well, church. You, you already know what I mean. An organization, the organization that, if the five hundred c that, you know what I mean. If we don't come together, if that don't come together, ain't no community. Because most people going to go. Most people are in church. I ain't
0: thinking that this man is, is supposed to be my correlation to God. And if what kind of God is y'all living? If y'all going to keep going from your church into a Caesar's palace to continue oppressing these people and holding these people at bay in these programs. So I doubt anybody, I ain't going to say anybody, but there's a lot of people that just can't hear clearly. You ain't hearing from the, th- the throne of grace. You ain't hearing from the king. You ain't hearing from the king. Because the king, he not gonna, he's not switching up that language like that. So you, the church and the organism, I can't expect the people to do nothing more than what they are. Dr. McTarian said it's best. A seed can only produce out of its own kind. You plant apples, you're going to get apples. You plant bananas, you're going to get bananas. You plant baby, you're going
2: to get a baby. Listen, I know, I know deacons, I know men I listen, I know deaconess, I know ministers, I know deacons. They got they got so many kids, they owe child support. Listen, it's so, cracked then, over. so then guess what? You gotta take the deacon off. The deacon is irrelevant.
0: It's, they still got that broken mindset just because they went right. to deacon school. So I mean, you, you poop putty deacon poop putty. You the deacon poop putty. <laughs> I wanna make sure that. What I know is as we unveil and move forward, because this is just the very, very beginning, it's just conversation, you guys. But eventually, this thing is going to turn up. It's going to turn way up. Trust It's only very soon before it turns way up. And we just want to make sure you guys got access to all the goods um, that you're going to need to get yourself free. Get yourself free. Let's take our lives back from the system. Let's stop depending on government to do everything Let's just do better.com. It's on Facebook. Uh, about yeah, no faith in the black churches, no trust like the police. True, that was from India.
3: And also, Shout India also room, said, room, room. "India, I love you." Glenn, that that your course needs to be virtual ASAP. She said, "Mr. It, Moore, it is. you need a virtual class ASAP."
1: It is. It is called Falling Forever University. Type it in the type it in the chat. Father Forever University is very well. Let's
3: put the
0: link in the put the link in the thing.
1: Father so every,
0: Fathers, uni- what? Father
1: Father's Forever Forever University, ever
0: university. Is it is it a cost? Yes, but we got scholarships.
1: You're working on getting
0: some scholarships. There's scholarships, party people. Do y'all here? Get your lives together. Listen, yes. and I'ma yes. implore some of these ladies. I know you probably got a real jacked up relationship with your son's father you know, maybe just call the truth. Send the white flag out. He pulled putty. He saw your big butt. Together at one point, it was all cool. It was cool at some point. Come together and just say, listen, we mature enough. I handle, I can I communicate this. Let's, let's, let, let's take fathers forever. Let's take this course. Let's just sit and listen to the course. Let's take the course and invest in yourself. Y'all out here, we, we could buy Starbucks and all kind of coffee beans and all kind of sneakers. Invest in yourself. Get the tools that will make you grow personally. Personal, personal, personal development. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Invest in, you, invest in yourself. Because the, you uh, will be the strongest
1: for your children. We have the uh, classes. Now we got a textbook. It's called I Am a nice. Father of Heaven. Text could be out in, in a couple of weeks. It's got 12 cl- <clears throat> classes with homework assignments. And we discussed that, those um, classes in our live Zoom on Thursday nights, or Saturday mornings. They have to go read the chapter and we come back and we discussed it and we, and so we got, a, well now we got a textbook. You know what, we are in school, you took an English class, you had to have a textbook. There is a Fox forever textbook now that we're gonna use. That, that's a book that we, anybody can buy a book you don't have to be a part of the university to buy a book. But well, uh, I'm gonna
0: also say this for all the city councils out there, county commissioners out there. If you are listening to this, all the judges, all the everybody that works in social services, if you work for child and family services, it is your duty and your responsibility to ensure that programs like Fathers Forever are mandatory, mandatory even before a child support order is rendered. I believe fathering a parenting course should be proctored, facilitated somewhere to curb this. If you guys are really interested in curbing what we're seeing, don't talk black systemic nothing. Don't do systemic nothing. If we're not gonna pay attention to the core, the the, the heartbeat that is feeding the system in its fatherless homes. And so our goal is to move a million moms off welfare. And guess what? You can't do that without taking care of the needs of fathers. I
1: put so with the, all of that being said, I'll talk. I go also to, be, to get a million fathers and a fatherhood program. All right, million moms off
3: well. So we got got so we
0: we that's why we're gonna talk on Friday. I'm coming to Raleigh, y'all. We're gonna talk on Friday and see what that looks like. One million dads, and one million fathers, one million dads you know, in the fatherhood program, something. Yeah, and, and- I mean, but see, they, Glenn, that's why, you know, I'm still, I, mean, I really haven't left that child support thing alone because even though we're going to pay for those things for the lobbyists or that lobbyist because you're non-profit, so you're not supposed to lobby, but an right. advocate to promote some kind of education, some kind of policy change for sure. Um,
3: You can have some lobbying, but not a lot. Um, it's a question. You see the question from James? He says, yeah. is this is that given to men in prison, meaning your book, Glenn? That's good,
1: too. We have a book called Dads at a Distance.
2: Really?
1: Yeah, those are guys, guys are incarcerated. But it's the same curriculum. But we just kind of shorted it a little bit for the guys that's incarcerated. Where we give them tips how to be a dad incarcerated. Yo, that's dope. Now, Dads at a
0: Distance is dope.
1: Where is that? That's We're working on that book now.
3: Okay. Okay. So soon. Comes. I think he's
1: talking but about but the
3: folks that you have now. Are they being given?
1: to Yes. We, we, why and not?
3: They're I, incarcerated for
1: child yes, support. We're working on. We're working on get some. there are Wake County to get. To get the uh, the virtual class into Wake County. So yeah, we could take these classes anywhere we want to go at because now all you need is a, is a Zoom, and uh, and an internet, and we can take these classes. Do you guys have a
0: Fathers Forever coaching course where people can become coaches to coach within the Fathers Forever umbrella? Not, not
1: yet, but we we, we 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 have some one-on-one coaches where these guys coach the guys in our program. They do one-on-one coaches with them.
3: Do they yeah. have some kind of background? Like what are the, the coaches? What are their backgrounds? Do they have like some kind of degree or Yeah, yeah. anybody? Okay. Yep,
1: yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So we're we, we and we're training them how to, uh, how to do that. So we're also working on a facilitator's menu now well, we're going to be training other, fo- other, other, pro- I-, I can't, t- I can't teach it all. So right. we're going to be that's training the trainer. Training. You can't
2: train yes. you can it. We're going
1: to be training the trainer how to take this program, not and take it to their community or take it to their church or take it to their jail, you know, to start the fatherhood program and we give them the keys and now you can take it to your, your, you know, start your own fatherhood program.
0: True.
1: That's dope. That's, that's, that's going to, that's going to change the, the, the narrative for where we are is education and getting these men into these programs, which is not enough of. There's, I mean, there's very few in between, and not just a fatherhood program, that just going to just to say it, but some, something that's got some teeth in it, it's got some some practical, you know, uh, evidence-based, um, you know, stuff that's just really it's really working, that could really change lives. And, you know, because there, uh, there's some men programs out here. That's why a lot of courts, some, they kind of lo- lost faith in these kind of programs because they're not really sufficient, you know, they just show up, say we got a father program and they'll talk about things that's not, you know, and everybody just come in there and just talk about the X, Ys, but that's not really been benefiting and showing them how to be a, a father. And so that's why we have been working for the last 12 years. And because of COVID, if we, we, we shut down, which forced us to take our program virtually, what that's been in my mind ever since day one. We just we didn't have time to do it. We didn't take the time to do it. But when we shut it down, we came up with a way to do it. And now it's live and as well. And we got all the we've been doing it for the last four or five months. But now we got most of the keys out. And now we, we're gonna hit the ground running now with the textbook coming out. Now we got it all that we can start classes. And our goal is to have classes all day, every day. I may be in Johnson County, did it tomorrow. I may be in Wake County on Thursday. I could be in Franklin County on Wednesday. And, and having all these classes, not only child support court, but domestic violence court, or um, early, 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 early um, childhood intervention, because these fathers still need to be a part of their kids' life. Of social service,
0: I would, um, I would definitely outside of whatever monies you guys spend, take twenty percent and put just in marketing, because believe it or not, yeah. people just don't know about it. I would hire, like, a digital marketer, an yeah, intern. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a website. We haven't used the service yet, but we did. We're about to use Acadium. It's a new type of social. All they do is social media, like social uh, digital marketers. You could get one for, like, it's so low, like $33 a month. Um, but for, like, you have to sign on for, like, I think three months at a time. And so um, I know we were got, we got, like, what, three interns for, like, $1,000, for the year wow. and they just work on it's put acadium in the um chat box and online um because i think that that's what it will just help so that people know you know getting that team behind putting small videos together you know 30 seconds did you you know and and just making it very inviting because people just have to see because you never yeah. know when they may come across whether it's you know, I hate Facebook ads and YouTube ads. I hate all of those things, you know. Um, but um, I think we have a we have a surprise. I don't think we're unveiling it yet. I think on July 5th, I don't know when we're unveiling it. I'm not gonna say. But you know, there's some exciting things happening that I think will bring a lot of attention to this, to everything we're doing. And so our meeting is, you know, to find yeah, out he- how we fit together, like our little caboose. My
1: work. Yeah. And we also, you know, the scholarships we need because these guys can't afford the $575 it costs to, to come to the class. How much? Which include 575 which include a textbook, includes the textbook, includes the coaching session, the one-on-one session, and it also includes the 12 class. It's only like $35 a class. But these guys can't afford that. So we got to get scholarships now because somebody's got to pay for it. We got to pay the staff. We got to pay those things. Uh, we got to, you know, all that stuff's got to be paid for. But yeah. we, can't, we can't expect these guys to pay it because they can't afford to do it.
0: Not initially we, in the beginning. Yeah. but We could also work on that Friday yeah. to kind of just figure out based on the model that we'll create or present how we could go after foundations. We seek out foundations specifically yeah. who will support this endeavor. Yeah. Um, so I know we just hired a grant writer. Shout out to SparkPoint. Um, SparkPoint is a fantastic Grant writer here in the district. They come highly recommended. And is it called Spark Point Fundraising? Okay. Um,
1: Text but that to me. I will
0: let them know.
1: Huh? Yeah. Text that to yeah.
0: me. Uh, oh, yeah. Spark Point. Monette, put that in that group chat about ours Spark Point Fundraising. Um, let me see. That's and so then we could actually, I will let her know to start looking at certain grants that. Has a fatherhood um, lens to it. Yeah. Let's see. Spark Point Fundraising. Yep, it's just sparkpoint.com, but it's yeah. spark point.com. Yeah, I'm big on don't read. We're not recreating the wheel. If he got an aspect, I got an aspect, you got an aspect, Anthony. We all have an aspect. We are just gonna put it together because we're not reinventing the wheels because we are the best at We the best who ever did this. It, it,
1: right it, took, now. Us, yeah. it took us 12 years to get what we are now. Yeah. But if I if I can help somebody get there by, by the material that I already put together and they could go out and take the class and take the training and immediately start teaching the class, right. we're teaching more men now. We reach you more men. It only won't take you 12 years to do what we, we already done the work. We already did right. the legwork. We already got the, the staff that we already got the track record. You know, we already got the, 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 the reference. Uh we already got right. the guys that life has been changed. You could take this fatherhood program now and go start your own. And, and teach these men you know and every every 12 weeks you do another class there's 12 right. more classes yeah you, you're touching these guys in the community and
0: that's gonna make and it really kind of is a soft uh franchise type thing but yes. you pay license fees yes. 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 forever yes. and you get the policies the all of that he just said yes. and so we should be starting that let him be your first pilot to see how it works. and see what work can be done if two go out there in the name pushing this one curriculum doing this one thing because even if he's doing it out here and he's bringing people into the main lobby where he may have to take on some classes too but at least you know there's a percentage of revenues shared across somewhere to pay him for his time so i think that we need to really really consider that um, you know to where we can because it's not going to work if we work by ourselves. It's
2: right. not going to work. It's not going to work.
3: Go ahead. Yes, before we go, YouTube, like us on YouTube, subscribe to our page. No, We got a couple of, couple of subscribers in the last couple weeks. Eight we months later. A, put the link. I'm going to put the link in our chat. Please. So you can go ahead and like it. Okay. Invite your friends to like it. We want to be able to Plan. broadcast via YouTube, so yeah. even more people can um, listen, interact with us. This yes. what I like us, us on Facebook as well. Can I live podcast? Listen,
0: what we got to do? Like now, now, at this point, it's not—it's—it's a, it's a joke. At this point, it's not even funny. Uh, it is already June fifteenth. By June thirtieth, we need to have a hundred. I think it's like twenty-something people. I need, we will airdrop the link, put the link wherever in your phone, wherever you are, get to your class, tell your class to go like the podcast, not sharing this stuff inward with our circles is unacceptable. We got to And I'm going to put it out to my classmates in my entrepreneurship program. And by the time we come back here next week, we need to have a hundred because we got 20 people in our network that we could get to like
3: a dang on YouTube page. We can't go live on YouTube without it.
0: So right. what we you and know, this, we is, is
3: this is that, like, great information for other people, even the people that are the gentlemen, the fathers that are in your class. This is you're dropping nuggets in here every week. We got seventy two subscribers.
1: Gotcha.